Welcome to the show, everybody. This is uh, Until We Come Up With a Better Title, I'm calling us Ask Cadence. What do you think about that? Great. You like it? You like it? This is Pete Wright. I'm sitting here at the round table with uh, two of our project management experts from uh, Cadence Management Corporation, Jay Christensen. Jay, welcome. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Excellent. And Scott Lissett, uh, another, you you just recently joined the Cadence team, yeah? Yes, I have, Pete. Welcome to to the the organization and the table. Thank you. Nice Uh, to be here. uh, It's very good to have you both here. The the purpose of this show, this is episode one. I'm I'm so thrilled that we can actually do the show. I'm hoping that this will become the Dear Abby for the project management set. Uh, For those of you who are listening who have attended a Cadence seminar, uh, in every seminar we ask uh, ask attendees to fill out these problem cards. What are the biggest problems that you deal with uh, uh, in your project management environment? Give them to us, we'll hash them out in the the course of the seminar. And uh, and so we have these volumes of problem cards. These are real, these are the, the tangible guerrilla problems that people are dealing with in their project work. And we thought, you know, what better way to, uh, to get those, uh, to get answers back to the people uh, than covering them in this podcast. So uh, that's what we're doing here. Uh, the, uh, this first episode, we have actually picked out uh, one of the biggest problems that, we have, uh, that we've run into in project work. And we're going to go ahead and hash it out uh, in a little discussion here. So I believe the first one, again, a real problem from real listeners uh, Jay is going to handle this one for us. Now, what I have here, Jay, is, is it's, it's not even really in the form of a question yet, but lack of key skills on the project team. What is the problem behind that? Uh, what really happens, Pete, is that people are assigned to projects and they identify the task requirements for the project and then looking for people who can do that work on the task. And what happens is is that they ask management for resources to be assigned to the project. And management will assign a person to the project, but that person will not have the knowledge necessary to complete the tasks. So what happens is the project stalls as a result, and the work doesn't get done. And then people look for other alternatives to solve this problem rather than uh, seeing um, what available resources may be available in the company that are currently not on the project team. For example, what they may do to solve this resource limitation problem is attempt to redefine scope in order to avoid the piece of work that they don't have the skills for on the project team, which of course is uh, taking the project in the wrong direction. What really you're, you're, you're talking about organizations will compensate here by adjusting the project to fit the skill set of the project team rather than adjusting the skill set of the project team to get the project done yes. right? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, that seems like a terrible thing. You know, one thing I would um, think would have to happen in that case, Jay, would be you would need to go to the functional manager as soon as possible and uh, let them know that somebody with the appropriate skill set needs to be assigned to the project early on or the scope of the project could be in jeopardy and uh, we don't want to change the scope if we don't need to. And a key tool for doing that, Scott, would be the responsibility matrix uh, which identifies the people on the team and the work required to complete the project. So the project manager and the uh, team could identify those tasks where there are missing resources and then the project manager would visit the functional manager of the 
particular discipline or department and review with the project, uh, excuse me, with the functional manager the task list that's required to complete the project work. This gives the functional manager the detailed knowledge they need about the project to select a more appropriate person for the project team. Yeah, and, and that has to be done early on, as soon as possible. Uh, exactly. So that you don't put in jeopardy the uh, scope of the project or the schedule of the project because if you continue too long with the wrong project team, uh, then you may not be able to recover in time enough to complete the project on time. Yes, in fact, I would even strengthen that statement to say that uh, the project should not proceed beyond the planning phase if resources, if the correct resources that can do the work are not identified. Well, well, now wait a minute. That brings up actually a question that I've got sort of mulling around here. You've, you, what happens in the case where, uh, which I would presume is, is a, a fairly real world scenario, where you have a project team member who's been assigned to this team who probably wants to be on the team, uh, who probably wants to be associated with this and, and may know how to define the work, uh, but doesn't actually in practical terms, know how to do the work. How does this actually, uh, you know, how does a project manager figure out that they don't have the, uh, the right skills on the team? I would imagine more often than not, the project manager is finding out later rather than sooner. Wouldn't, well, isn't, isn't that really the problem? Uh, uh, many times what will happen is that people will be conscientious enough to say that uh, they are interested in the activity or interested in the work but that they are not knowledgeable enough to satisfactorily complete that work within a reasonable period of time. So that is uh, many times what happens is people say, I'm interested in it, I just don't think I have enough skills to do the work. Are people uh, self-aware enough to, uh, team members typically self-aware enough to I, actually be the, able to say that? Those people that are conscientious, uh, certainly, and uh, also if they are not necessarily in front of their manager where they may get uh, dinged, from a uh, job performance standpoint, yes, they would be uh, fairly open in that regard. Now, if was that, that doesn't seem like a problem to me. You know, if, if you have someone who's aware and who can tell you that they don't have the skills, that's yeah. not a problem. That's yeah. an opportunity to fix it. Well, well, and and uh, what we can do in that case, if the functional manager has indicated any resistance at all to assigning another person to the project, then the project manager can put into the task activities some skill development work to help this motivated team member who wants to do the work develop their skills to the point where they can in fact accomplish the work according to the requirements for the project. Yeah, that's an excellent uh, point, Jay. And this is an example of a case where the project manager has to take aggressive, assertive action as soon as they start to hear indications that there may be these kinds of issues on the team. So you can't assume that these kinds of problems will just go away. Uh, this is a case where, as project manager, you can't hope this problem will go away. You have to take assertive action to discuss the issue with the functional manager or put in appropriate tasks to bring those team members up to the appropriate skill level. Right. And uh, Pete, to your point earlier that um, the project manager may not know up front about missing skills, um, one of the things that they can do, depending upon the priority and the urgency and the importance of the project, is they can even be proactive 
and doing, um, I wouldn't say interview is the right word, but some interaction with the potential team member to get some understanding of the team member's background, skill level, education level, experience level. Uh, they may even go so far as to ask other people who are familiar with this person uh, what their skill level has been on previous projects. Okay, so now we're doing a, an assessment before the project starts. That Correct. seems like an incredibly powerful lesson out of this, is to, to have your ducks in a row beforehand. Yeah? I mean, would you agree, Scott? I would agree, and that's true in a lot of planning areas. Uh, it's, it's very important to look at every potential area that could go wrong when you're in the planning phase. And uh, you don't want to be bit by things like this once you begin project implementation. Great lessons learned. Gents, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. This has been a, a, a good bite-sized lesson in project management. We hope you have enjoyed this. And please come back next week uh, for the next massive, gorilla-sized project problem. We'll tackle it right here on Ask Cadence. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.